All Dice Go to Jail is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. All Dice Go to Jail is a funny, violent, possibly even sexy, actual play RPG podcast in the style of Dungeons and Dragons, where four friends get transported into the board games they love. Take a seat at the table with... I'm Boris, and I will be playing Mary, um, the designated cleric, and the basically freelance medic of the group. I don't get paid enough for this. My name is Brad. I'll be playing Alan Dean, our bard. My name is Lana. Well, I will be playing our tabaxi rogue, where I'm the reason we don't get paid enough. Wait a minute. We get paid? By the way, I'm Tom. I'm the dragon fighter. He's a dragon. And I'm Tim. Dear God, what have I got myself into? Burns, the dice warden. Now, let's get rolling. Uh, at the end of last session, we decided we're going to retcon some things. Uh, what are we going to retcon? I don't know. Maybe we'll put it behind a bay wall. Maybe we won't. Either way, on with the story. When last we met, your group of players got invited into the Warren, where you got to meet a bunch of fancy kobolds, and we learned that they're getting ready for a coming-of-age ceremony for the kobolds. You go spend the night wake up in the morning and the cave that everyone was sleeping in is completely empty of kobolds it's just the four of you you hear faint noises echoing faintly down the hallway i realize i said faint twice that's weird there's the sound of dishes uh and possibly people eating awesome Morning breath. Oh, I can smell it from here. Why does it smell like corn chips? Really? I thought it smelled like brimstone. Well, at least it's better than his farts. He's not wrong there. Oh, let's go see what everybody's doing. Agreed. As you make your way into the dining room, you'd notice there's a small number of kobolds eating. There's some clearing tables. Uh, it's still set up in a family-style setting. You'll see bowls that have vegetables, fruits. There's some meats that have been cooked. You see pitchers containing water, some fluid that looks like it could be juice, and what appears to be a steaming pot that vaguely smells like coffee. But it's not coffee. It's dandelion stuff, which is really similar to coffee in this world for some reason. How do you know? Have we had coffee before here? You can make coffee with dandelion roots in real life. You can what? You can make a vague coffee-like substance with dandelion roots in real life. Lana's not wrong. Yeah, you can make a coffee with dandelion roots and you can eat the leaves of the dandelion. Every part of it is edible. Yep. Oh, mm, I smell coffee. Jinx, you owe me a coffee. <laughs> it's pinch poke. You owe me a Coke, you jerk. 
Not this early in the morning. Alan's going to grab some water because he has to take care of his instrument. <laughs> instrument. Yeah, my throat is my instrument. I gotta make sure I take care of that first. Uh, Mary. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you didn't make it any better. <laughs> I'm going to try the coffee. Or coffee Mary's going. Substance. Mary is going to go get some juice. Juice is definitely made from some form of citrus. Could be oranges, could be something else in this strange world. Who knows? Coffee is nutty, rich, and earthy. It also has a faint hint of sarsaparilla that reminds you of root beer without the fizz. Smooth and delicious. Um, uh, pardon me. Uh, could I get the... the uh, this is good. Because you're not... While you're enjoying your breakfast, you can hear a commotion coming from some of the other chambers that would be technically further up the warren. Sounds kind of rowdy, but not exactly violent. What is going on? I'll grab an apple before we head out. You come around or come through the tunnel, you notice that there's a lot more coal bulbs in the chamber than what you remember being inside the warren last night. And in fact, you can even notice some of these cobalts have different colored scales. You see some green, black, even brown scales. Cobalts that definitely are not part of the Sharp Fang Warren. Some of them appear to be injured. As you come around the corner, the cobalts notice you, being large and definitely not cobalt shaped, and they immediately begin drawing weapons and reaching into packs. Friends from the Sharp Fangs put claws up. You can hear them talking to these other kobolds in Draconic. Jessica, you understand Draconic. What you hear is them explaining that the kobolds were previously attacked by a large horde of ravening gnomes. And the four of you stepped in to stop 30, 40, possibly even 50 of them. They were coming at you from all angles. And if it wasn't for your help, they most likely would have been killed. We have a tall fish tail, but apparently for kobolds, it's a gnome tail. While this is going on, you can see a number of kobolds are carrying a variety of junk towards the main chamber. And these new kobolds seem somewhat appeased by the story, but not. 100% positive they accept you. So we're starting things off with a skill challenge. Skill challenge. All right. Skill challenge. Mm -hmm. Skill challenge for me. I need everybody to roll for initiative. Great. <laughs> 10. That is a 13. Five. The dragon rolls a 20. Nat or dirty? Naturally. Oh, okay. So it's going to go Tom, Mary, Jessica, and Lana. Or sorry, and uh, Alan. <laughs> I mean, I know that anagram. we're only one letter off from each other. But... I'll say it's an, it's an anagram, so I'm kind of close. Yeah. All right. 
So a uh, real quick refresher on the skills challenge. You're going to uh, decide what skill you're going to use. Tell me what it is ahead of time. Describe in as best detail as you can uh, what you are doing in order to succeed. And I will decide what the difficulty is. The goal of the skill challenge is going to be to convince the new kobolds that you are allies and they should accept you into the group. Now, do you want to make this an easy skill challenge, a normal difficulty skill challenge, or a difficult skill challenge? Let's go for it. I say go for it. Yeah, I would say at least normal, but if everybody else outvotes me and says hard, I don't mind. I'm going to say normal. Yeah, normal. Yeah, normal. Normal. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that means if you get four successes, you succeed. If you get four failures, then the group loses. You cannot use the same skill back to back, nor can you use the same skill that was just used before your turn. Tom, lead us off. So I have to uh, convince these guys that uh, we are no threat. So uh, I'm going to start doing cartwheels and jumping jacks and 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 uh, eight counts and you know and just be all like happy and like hi, hey, you guys are here to work out, fantastic. I'm going to start jazzercising. And what what skill did you want to use for that? Well, if we're going to do jazzercising, we got to do athletics. Come on. Yeah. Everybody with me now. Works for me. 19. I'm, all right. I was going to set the DC high, but a 19 definitely beats it. So one success. Mary. Yeah. All right. Follow uh, along now. You said that uh, some of them are hurt, right? Yes. She uh, starts looking looking them over and assessing them, like, medically, and starts, like, talking and goes, I can help heal. I, I, I studied in medicine. I, I healed some of uh, their people before and gesturing towards the... Uh, the, what was it? Strong jaws? Sharp thing. Sharp thing. Thank you. Strong jaws. <laughs> yes. Uh, judging towards the sharp things. And the skill you wanted to use? Medicine. See, that makes lots of sense. I know. All right. Go ahead. Uh, dirty 20. That is definitely a success. Jessica, your turn. My turn. Um. <laughs> Because of the show that Tom is putting on for Jazzercise. <laughs> yeah, come on. Join so... in. <laughs> Drag aerobics. <laughs> I'm going to help some of them hide from him. <laughs> and using my stealth to get away. <laughs> and showing them how to also use their stealth so they're not doing... Dragon sizes. Dragon sizes. The term is dragger size. 
Dragger size. size. Oh my goodness. Sounds <laughs> good. Make your stealth check. 13. So with a 13, you're able to get the attention of some of the new kobolds and mime getting out of the way and finding things to hide behind and generally not be noticed by this crazy dragon antics. Uh, that is also a success. Look, guys, Yay. more room. We can move out. All right. Fantastic. Now stretch real wide. Ellen? All right. Ellen is going to start performing um, the the story of Io, Tiamat, and Bahamut on his guitar. Oof. All right. I, I'm going to give you advantage on that because of how important that is to them. That's a 25. You regale them with the story of Eo, Tiamat, and Bahamut with such skill and <laughs> uh, accompaniment with your guitar that they have never heard in their lives, and they are just in awe with your knowledge of their deities. So we'll call that a success as well. And that's four successes and four rolls. And I think next skill challenge, I'm going to change what it means for normal because this appears to be way too easy for you guys. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm happy when you succeed, but I think everybody would be happier with a little bit more of a challenge. Through your antics and through your knowledge of the kobolds, skills in hiding and stealth through your ability to care for the community and assess what's going on. And of course, Alan's wonderful storytelling, especially of their faith and deities. You've convinced these new kobolds that you definitely uh, are very familiar with kobold society and you are an ally, not a foe. So fantastic job, everybody. As you are starting to wind down from things, you're going to hear uh, calls coming from another room. Uh, you'll hear, it's it's time to begin the ceremonies. Come, come, come. We need to go to the main chamber. Our guests are here. Our guests are here. Let's go, let's go. And kobolds start filing out. We aren't the guests? Going to turn to our group and be like, "We are we the guests, or is, do they have more guests?" We get to guess about the guests. <laughs> All I'm wondering is, is, like, can we take that song and make it a little upbeat next time so it works in with the workout? Just, I'm just saying. I mean, it's really difficult to make an upbeat song about you know Eo getting ripped in half and becoming Tiamat and Bahamut. That's where you get your jumping jacks. So you rip them out from the middle and you jump up. Yeah. I think tearing apart their deity in a happy way is not the best way to go about it. But let's go. Let's go up the let's go see what's going on up there. I'm gonna keep working on this in my head. I'll workshop this. So you make it into the main chamber and there's just a rather large sea of kobolds and uh, at the base of the statue. You'll see Sharpfang Jill Shiv standing in full ceremonial dress. 
Next to him are three other kobolds also dressed in full ceremonial outfit. You could assume those are the chieftains of three other kobold warrens. Shiv is the only male among them. And standing behind them, halfway on a pedestal halfway up between the base of the floor and the base of the statue is a dragonborn woman in a very elegant robe with bright ruby red scales that will match even the scales of the red dragon hood on the Tiamat statue. She has this very regal and intense look on her face as she looks out over the crowd. And in the crook of one of her arms, she is holding a tiny kobold that you can assume was probably hatched a year or two mo, two years at the most. One of the chieftains will step forward and loudly says, I am Razorfang Fogaral Glee, and this is my honor to introduce our friend and ally to the Razorfangs, the great Erezixenstria. And she turns and points to the dragonborn woman who gives a polite nod in response. All the chieftains give a very deep bow towards her. And finally, they stand. Sharpang Jil Shiv steps forward and says, Let the coming of age ceremony begin. There's a loud cheer from the kobolds, and the room empties fairly quickly of almost everybody. Almost everybody? Who's uh, who's not so leaving? The chieftains remain. Uh, Eric Zestrenia remains. And there's a group of about 30 kobolds from various tribes standing around. However, the vast majority left, uh, assuming to begin the festival. Um, how about Sharpfang Raral Div? Uh, he is among the, those who left. How about we follow that guy, the one that we are somewhat friends with? Yeah, the one who brought us here we're going to have because... He should be the one responsible for us. Oh, if he's responsible for us, he might be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go find Vraral Div. Oh, dear. As you leave, or as you start to leave to go find where Div went, uh, you are approached by one of the chieftains. Excuse me, friends. Mm -hmm. Yes, great chief. She gives you a smile. Says, I am Broken Claw Schlachtkral Kree. I've heard that you fought alongside the Sharp Thing and helped with the Gnome Menace. Since you are a friend of the Kobold community, and this is your first time to see the coming of age ceremony 
we would like to invite you to assist. Would you give us that honor? Of course. Oh, wow. What would you need from us? Fantastic. She claps her little claws together. But each of you would have two jobs. One of those jobs would be a role of a, a combatant in order to test the prowess of these young kobolds wishing to declare adulthood. And the other to act as uh, an inquisitor, an information gatherer, if you will. <laughs> yes, Tom, take it easy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tom wants to do the combat part. Um, oh, I'll, I'll inquisitize too. <laughs> one or the other. You can't be greedy. Oh, it's it's both. We we need each of you to do both. Oh, all oh. right then. Okay. Yes. Um, See, there are four tribes. And so each of you would act as a, a combatant, as a test for combat skills, and as an inquisitor for each of the four tribes. Oh. Inquisitor of what? What are we inquiring in regards to? Ah, fantastic. So there's a misconception that lots of races have about cobalt. Uh, unjustly, of course. Uh, and we find that from time to time, some of these folks may, some of these folks may attempt to capture kobolds and ask information and attempt to find out where our warrens are. And we would like you to pretend to be such and try to get the information from a kobold and they are simply to resist your questions. <laughs> oh dear. And this was the one that was worried about getting home to his wife. <sighs> There's nothing wrong with a little healthy role play. It's a little practice for later. Mm-hmm. So do you all accept then? I see the the dragonborn here. He is very excited and, and willing to help. Uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to do a little bait and switch as well. If like if you say it's one of my other friends, I'll go in and still go in and stomp some uh, I mean train them. Uh, I mean, yes. Yes. Um Though I'm not much of a fighter, I'll give him my best shot. Fantastic. Thank you so much. This will be a wonderful experience for everyone. Come, come with me. We'll, we must get you ready, and then the ceremony can begin. Uh, I do have one question, though. Um, yes, I don't actually want to hurt any of them. Do... do... Do we do combat with non-sharp weapons? Like I Oh, you can use whatever you wish to use. There are healers nearby, and the contestants understand that there's a chance that they could get hurt. 
that we're not going to try to kill anybody. Oh, no, no. But we no, still no. must have this be as realistic as possible. <clears throat> well, I'm already limbered up from some dragger size. Let's go. Oh, dear. No, no deers, just kobolds. Okay, well, this seems like an interesting way to start our day. So Mary's we... going to slap Tom with her uh, wing. The plural of deer is deer. Did I just get You're a math teacher or an English what? teacher? I'm a math teacher. We count how many deer there are. <laughs> Great chief, great chief. Um, yes. Would it be possible if I could fight one tribe, but then turn around and go and inquisitize one from the other tribe, so they don't see me coming? Yes, that it's possible. You don't need to work with the same tribe both times, but those two events will be happening separately. So you'll have plenty of time to do one and then the other. Okay. Excellent. Okay, so I have a question. <laughs> yes, of course. Out of character question. Oh, sure. Um, so I uh they're adolescent kobolds, correct? Uh technically they are of the age where they would be considered adults, however, they need to Partake in the ceremony in order to earn the right to be called an adult. Okay. So physically, mentally, they are adults. However, they have to prove themselves. It's kind of like a rite of passage to officially. So they're like, adults. so like in human years, they'd be like 18. Yeah. Yeah. In cobalt years, they're six. In human years, they're like 18, 19, <laughs> somewhere around there. I thought you were gonna just pause at eight. Eight. <laughs> no, I went to take I went to take a sip of water uh, at a very inopportune time. <laughs> yeah. Short. Sure. Like, e even. <laughs> well, I was gonna say even in Pokemon they wait until ten. Like, okay. <laughs> but I want to know if my character can roll with advantage when inquisiting them. Because she's an eighth grade math teacher. Oh. oh. <coughs> hmm. You know what? I like that. I'll let that happen. Yes. I can't believe that. All right. <laughs> no, I love I that. Intimidation is one of my proficiencies. So I'm not even going to use my real life experience of getting on people's cases in the kitchen. I think I'll yeah, do just fine. Fantastic. Everybody continue? Yes. Fantastic. So, Broken Claw, Zlock, Crawl, Cree will lead you into a tunnel towards the secondary meeting area. And as she does, she explains that at this, at this point, we are clearing the main tunnel where the the main cavern 
where the statues are in order to get things set up as best as possible. We'll give them just a few moments. We will have the candidates all enter uh, to represent their tribes, and then we will begin with the ceremonies. So who would like to go first for the combat round? Not it. Not it. Oh, it's Alan. Aha. Oh. We all did. Oh, we all did shit. nose goes. <coughs> Alan didn't do the nose goes. Aha. I guess I will be uh I will be honored to be the first to go. Fantastic. Alan, you will be fighting the Blood Maw tribe. Okay. Who would like to go second? <laughs> we did nose goes again, and Mary gets to go with the second time. I guess that would be me. Excellent. Mary, you will be going against my tribe, the Broken Claws. All right. Who is next? <laughs> Double nose goes. Ha, 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 ha. My boogers are way bigger than yours. <laughs> okay, we'll settle this with a coin toss. Does anyone have like a piece of gold? Uh, yeah, I do. One moment. Call it. Dragon okay. Heads. heads. Okay. Well, we have brass on one side and silver on the other side. So call one of those. Silver. Oh, it's cocked. Hold on. Ha 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 ha. I go last. The Tom, you said you will be going uh, with the Razor Fangs, and Jessica, you will be with the Sharp Fangs, our host, going last. She says this, uh, another moment goes by, and you hear. Excellent. It seems like everybody is ready. Come, come, come. Let's head out. She'll lead you into the main room. There is a chair set up at the base of the statues where Eric Sestrenia is sitting. There are chairs at a slightly lower level than her for each of the chieftains. There's a spot where you can stand off towards the side as the special helpers. Sharp Fang Jill Shiv stands up and says, It is time once again for our annual coming of age ceremony where we get to test the candidates from each of the four 
tribes to see if they are worthy of adulthood. First, welcome our friends, the Blood Ma tribe from the deserts. And the great group of kobolds comes walking in. You see eight of them. Their scales are mostly blue and bronze, and their outfits are light browns, some sandy reds, mixed in a way that you are quite positive. If they were in a desert, you would not see them until you're practically standing on top of them. They finish coming in, and then Shiv says, next we have the Broken Claw tribe. Another eight kobolds come in. You'll notice their scales are mostly black and copper. They're wearing dark greens and blacks. Some of them are trailing, almost remind you of ghillie suits. Next, the Razor Fangs. And you see a group of 15 kobolds come in. Scales are mostly red and gold. They're wearing darker browns than the Blood Maws. Uh, some of them are deep, almost black, very reminiscent of mountains. And lastly, the Sharp Fangs. You see the same kind of reddish, ruddy scales that you saw last night. They are wearing lots of greens and various shades and patterns to help them blend in with the grasses that you're familiar with in the hilllands. Two of the most surprising things you'll notice is among the razor fang, there are two kobolds that are taller than all the rest. Not quite so tall as the Colonel Mac statue, but uh, definitely they've got at least a foot on most kobolds, and they are extremely muscular. The definition of power V. One of the kobolds from the Blood Ma tribe appears to have wings. Also, among the razor fang is the very small kobold that was uh, originally with Eric Zastrenia, who you would have originally thought might only be a year or two old. She is the smallest kobold out there. Each of them comes in, and Shiv says, Shiv once he finishes welcoming them, says, all right, places, everybody. The Blood Maw will begin. And the Blood Maw seemingly disappear into the cavern. And Shiv turns to, was Mary who's going first? Nope, Alan. Nope. Oh, Alan. Excellent. Turns to Alan and holds up a small pouch towards you. What is this for? Oh, uh, yeah. you are to hide this somewhere 
on your body, anywhere that you'd like, that you're not uncomfortable with someone finding. Okay. Um, the... Hmm. Perhaps in the, I'll put it in the hood of my cloak. Fantastic. I'm going to need you to make a check to see how well you hid that. And I'm also going to check to see what is the best skill for that. Probably whatever is better, your sleight of hand. Or actually, no, sleight of hand is one makes more sense. Yeah, so make a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Coming down. 17. Fantastic. So you secret it away on your body. And Shiv turns and looks at you and says, fantastic. So the next part of your assistance is very easy. You see that flag over there? He points to a flag that is on the opposite side of the cavern. Yes. Simply walk to the flag. Walk to it? Yes. Yeah, let's go, Alan. Yeah, walk, 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 walk. Okay. I mean, didn't the Foo Fighters have a song named Walk? There goes my hero walking over there. Well, I'm going to start strumming um, before I get over there. <coughs> um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start clapping as I'm going in. And I'm gonna start strumming and listening to the background clap. And I'm just gonna start moving forward toward the, uh, toward the flag. You start walking towards the flag, and. I need you to make a perception check while you're doing this. 11. Fantastic. As you're going to the flag, all of a sudden, you realize that you are surrounded by six kobolds. How close are they? Oh, they can you within striking distance, literally. Speaking okay. of which, does a 20 beat your AC? It does. Does a 20 beat your AC? Yeah. Does a 19 beat your AC? Yes. Does a 14 beat your AC? Yes. Does a 10? No. And I'm assuming a 7 does not? No. As you're walking and singing, six kobolds seemingly come out of the ground and the rocks and start jumping on you all at once. So four of them connect. 
you're going to take six damage, five damage, four damage, and four damage. So 10, 19 damage as kicks and punches and tails flurry all around you. Medic? Bad form. <laughs> well, I drop. All right. And you said you had a 17 on your sleight of hand? Yeah. So you fall to the ground and you don't know this, but everyone else sees the kobolds rummage through your pockets and your sleeves and your boots as very quickly and hastily as they can, but they seem to all come up confused and uh, empty-handed. There's cheering, there's clapping, and next thing you know, Alan, you're sitting up. There's a kobold standing over you, applying some bandages and some salves, and it's getting rid of the pains that you're starting to feel everywhere. And it says, well done, well done. You were able to keep your pouch hidden. Fantastic work, thank you. And they attempt to help you to your feet. And you can go back to full hit points as you are led off the field. Shiv, okay. Shiv turns and looks at the remaining three of you. Uh, next. Oh, dear. And he holds out a pouch. She'll take it <laughs> very cautiously. Make your sleight of hand. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to roll! <laughs> <laughs> uh, d 16! <laughs> Alright, where did you hide it? Um, so in her her outfit uh the red top that goes over the yellow dress has like a hidden pocket she puts it in there and just like okay this will be fine i'm gonna be fine this is fine <laughs> she just starts walking very cautiously all right i am going to need you to make a uh, perception god Perception. Okay. That is a uh, math. Work with me. 23. You are walking uh, towards the flag and a little ways away you can see roll that number real quick. You can see where the eight members of the Broken Claw tribe have eight! sporadically 
hidden themselves uh, amongst the rocks uh, along your pathway. Oh, great. All right. She's going to uh, stop. (laughs) And she's going to get her little sword out or... Was it a sword that I have? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so nervous right now. Spear. She gets her spear and goes, all right. And just starts booking it. (laughs) And uses the spear to like like, pull Volt towards the flag. (laughs) Sure. Um, Make an athletics. And athletics. Yep. As you attempt to pull vault past them. Alright. Oh god. What have I done? (laughs) This is how I die, ladies and gentlemen. Bring it back. (laughs) Thirteen. You uh are able to move a little bit extra of a distance uh, past the kobolds. You can actually see them watch you sail over their heads. Unfortunately, a spear is not designed to be a pull for a pull vault, so it doesn't get you 100% of the way. But now the kobolds do have to catch up to you. And uh, in fact, not all of them are going to be able to get you. Oh, thank God. (laughs) So Five of the eight of them do reach you. Okay. And one of them says, Stop! Wait! I have a question for you. Does a 15 beat your AC? Just barely. So then another 15 beats your AC? Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume the nine misses. Nine misses. Does the seven miss? Seven does indeed miss. And a 19, I'm going to assume, hits. It hits. So three of them make contact with the flurry of punches and kicks and tail whips. You're going to take, uh, that's five, nine, 13 damage uh, from the various claws, kicks, and tails that strike you. 13, I am still up. <laughs> so, yeah, go, turn. go, Mary, go, go, Mary, go. All right, so what happens? <laughs> so, you are surrounded by five kobolds, and Great. you can, you basically have two options. Okay. You can continue on your path and try to make it to the uh, goalpost. Uh, you will. Uh, have some attacks of opportunity made against you if you do, or you can stay and fight. And if you stay and fight, then the three kobolds who were not able to reach you last round will reach you this round. Let's see. Um, hmm. Is there? What is in my thing that's making my my hair? There we go. Um, 
Oh god. She's going to cast No. She's gonna die anyway, so she's gonna keep going <laughs> towards the towards the flagpole. She's just like <laughs> and just what? Stealth? <laughs> oh there, there is no stealth. Yeah, they're still stealthing. They you're see in, me. <laughs> you're in the middle of this. So you're gonna run off? Yeah, she's okay. gonna just book it. So uh the five of them will get a text of opportunity against you. That's fine. However, and I want to give you a little glimmer of hope before I yank it away. Okay. Uh, if they don't down you this round, you will be able to make it to the uh goal. Okay. Is the 19 beat your AC? Yep, so I'm probably already down. <laughs> uh, 18 and 17? Yep. Okay, so three of them hit. Yep. I'm only rolling D4s here. Mm-hmm. As you attempt to break free and make it to the goalpost, you're going to get hit again with claws and kicks and tails, and this time it is going to do 15 damage. Yep, I'm down. I'm okay. down, down. <laughs> so you fall uh, under the flurry of blows. And you said your sleight of hand was at 16? Yes. Uh, you fall. They dig through the bodies, or through the body, and they're searching all around. And all of a sudden, one of them shoots their hand into the sky with a pouch. And there's clapping and cheering as you come to well one of the kobolds is tending toward tending to your wounds ow very good. good good you almost made it wow that was amazing Absolutely yeah amazing good job and she'll pluck her spear from the ground because <laughs> i'm sure she just left she left it behind to pull bolt so she'll pluck it from the ground. Just, you did me good, buddy. You did me good. <laughs> and statues its back. Oh. And she'll turn to the eight little kobolds and just smiling goes, you all did very well. Congratulations. <laughs> they give you toothy grins. Aww. All right, all right, that's enough. Visiting hours are over. Time to lock up the Naughty Dice. Our theme song is Picking Our Dreams by Hector Sequeira. We found him on snapnews.com. Go and find more of his music and support him. We'd like to thank TikTok user Anne the Gnome for letting us use her homebrew rule, Deal with the Devil. She's an amazing DM. You need to find a support for her work right now. Come back in two weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at All Dice Go to Jail. That's All Dice Go to Jail, one word, all lowercase. We'll be sharing mugshots of the dice in jail, artwork, bad jokes, maybe even asking fine folks for ideas and content we can put in the show. Who knows? Not me. I just tell the story. Thanks for listening, and remember, on a long enough timeline, All Dice Go to Jail.